Welcome back to The Sacred Life. I'm Shan Vanderleek, and today I'm chatting with psychic medium, Lindsay Marino. Lindsay is an international psychic medium and podcast host of the Lindsay and Tony podcast. And I'll just share a little side note with you. About four years ago, I helped Lindsay and Tony get started with that podcast, and it's been such a pleasure watching them grow over the years. Lindsay helps psychic mediums all around the world deepen their gifts and grow their business through her online programs. And she completed extensive mentorships with the world-renowned medium Mavis Patilla and is wildly sought after for her gifts. Lindsay currently resides in Tampa, Florida and loves to travel the world with her husband, Tony. This goddess shines. Welcome to the sacred life, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me, Shan. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. It's wonderful to finally connect with you in this way after following each other on social media and commenting here and there and little conversations on the side to have you on the show is really cool. You've been doing such great work. And I thought, man, it's time. It's time to have Lindsay come and join us and have a good conversation. And before we dive in, I want to start the show with what I normally do is share the goddess card that I pulled before we came together. And today, Rhiannon came up and specifically doubt and self-doubt and overcoming self-doubt and fear and being open to understanding that it's okay to question everything and to not let others snuff out your flame with fear and rhetoric and perhaps where the outside world is concerned to explore a bit more skepticism than trusting blindly. Rhiannon is all about not letting doubt erode your sacred self and, and allowing yourself to be in the question rather than in doubt so you can get the answers you need to continue on your journey of wholeness. Why do you think that card popped up today? I think about mediumship and these spiritual abilities that we have within us. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in self-doubt when we are using these abilities that sometimes you can't see with the human eye. And I also believe that there's so much going on in the world right now where it's really easy to doubt the things that are coming up in the media, but also doubt ourselves too. And I feel like it's important to come back to ourselves to really follow our intuition, especially right now. Me too. And when it, when the card popped up, I just kind of cracked up because you had posted recently on social media that almost to a T what, what this card represents to unplug, to tune in to your own knowing your own intuition to allow yourself to be in the world in a different way than so many of us are right now with so much screen time and so much coming at us and so much judgment and separation and fear, mm -hmm. you know, and all of that. And I thought, oh, that's just, you know, there are no mistakes. Of course, this card came up. <laughs> I know it's the, the perfect card. Yes. I just posted and it's so funny that it lined up. And it's not a coincidence. It's definitely aligned. And it's true. It's almost like 
because we're humans, we're obviously going to have different opinions about different things. But if we can really take time to be with ourselves, we're not meant to be closed in a house. It's important to be in nature by the trees and the sun and the beautiful oxygen and water and take care of our physical bodies. And taking care of our physical bodies and moving our bodies is going to help have clear intuition too. And I used to take a lot of this for granted because I thought, oh, you can still have strong intuition without exercise. But I realized that it does make a big difference when you move that energy, especially right now too, with all the stress in the world. Oh yeah, absolutely. I just finished a 14 day journey where I started each day at Lake Michigan, walking the shores of Lake Michigan. And luckily for me, I have many options, many different beaches around. So it wasn't the same place every day, but I wanted to ground, of course, and I wanted to move my body and I just wanted to really let in the beauty that's all around me and not have any excuses for not getting there. Yes. And to just make it a priority. And what a fantastic experience that was from one day to the next, because I was greeted every day by the monarch butterflies, just so many just dancing around, which of course, you know, the representation of transformation, just seeing more Mm -hmm. of them and seeing them uh, because for a while, it seemed like there, there weren't as many. And I know that there's still in a little bit of danger, but in this, in this Mm -hmm. part of the world, we're seeing more of them. More people are being mindful of planting the milkweed and things that they need, but also the, the way that the birds were playing, the way that the waves were crashing, the way that almost every single time there was nobody else there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's beautiful. You know, and right down to one of the last days happening to run into my yoga teacher who I got my yoga certification from over 10 years ago. I haven't seen her in years. She's such a lovely, lovely soul. And there we were on the shore. Wow. Yeah. Right down to the very last day when I was gifted with a a very auspicious feather that I had been asking for that just kind of, there it was 14th day, like, good job. Here's your gift. (laughs) I absolutely love that. It's, it's amazing what can take place when you just, when you set that intention, open up and do those things for your soul. Yeah. It sounds magical. And it was, and I realized that this is just choice. And so as we're talking about self-doubt and try and, and flip that on its ear and be more curious and questioning and allowing and, and making choices for yourself, even when all you're hearing is to be afraid, to hunker down, to, mm-hmm. uh, to stay away, to uh, all of this stuff is, is not healthy for us. Oy. And I'm not saying that we, we ought not be mindful, that we ought not be uh, aware of, of what's happening. That, that's not where I'm coming from. Where I'm coming from is mm-hmm. what's happening right now in this unprecedented time in our lifetime does not have to be the defining role, the defining factor of, of how we love and live and play and be. 
Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I, I've been feeling the same way where it's important not to lose ourselves in the things that are happening around us. And there's so much noise. And sometimes it's when we go inward where we start to have this clarity and we can see how beautiful everything is around us, just like you did over those 14 days and you set aside time to go. And it's funny, just setting aside that time, you know, a little each day makes such a huge difference in the full day. Yeah, it really does. And and it didn't take away from anything it added to it was and then some mm-hmm. and and i realized as a as an entrepreneur and someone who is completely in control of my own calendar and all of that that it's it's a little bit easier for me to do that but even if i weren't i could have done it before a regular job or after right so it's, there's certainly the ability to carve out that time for yourself if this is something yes. that's that's speaking to you back to you. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about, you know, you have a master's degree in education and you, mm-hmm. you have this, this life before uh, becoming a international psychic medium. And I'd love for you to just share a little bit about your journey to where you are today. I realized that in a, in a short podcast that you know, we're going to just touch on, <laughs> touch on a few points, but you've, yes. you've really transformed your life in, in such a, a major way. And, and wow, to see, to see that blossoming unfold has been pretty awesome. Right. So it's interesting because some people that might see me now, you know, in the online space, they might think, oh, everything's been great. And she's very extroverted, but in actuality, I'm not more introverted. Um, I always thought that I was going to retire as a third grade teacher. That's what I went to school for. And I'm from Boston, but I live in Tampa, Florida. I went to college at University of Tampa. And it was the second day of teaching the third grade when everything shifted for me. My boyfriend at the time, Nick, passed in a motorcycle accident Hmm. and everything flipped. And it wasn't overnight that I would speak about all of this. I actually was very inward. We were talking a little bit ago about the power of, you know, taking time for yourself and those types of things. That's what I was doing for a while is just waking up in the morning and not speaking to anyone, but going out in nature. Sometimes I couldn't get out of bed, you know, I was just getting up to eat. (laughs) And then actually my little third graders, really helped me a lot because I knew that I had to be there for them too. Mm -hmm. And so 10 days after he passed, I did go back to school and I wasn't really present when I was there, but I started to notice that they were giving me signs from him through their drawings, through their stories, things that they would share. And the signs were so loud and clear. I was communicating with him more than humans, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just opened up to that realm and things started to grow from there. And some might say that, you know, it was her grief and she was grieving too long because it was about four years of just really deep grief. But the interesting thing is, as you know, when we have those moments in our life that there are some of our darkest moments Yeah. in, in that moment. It's almost like I always compare it to my heart literally broke open, but it let the light in. 
I started to recognize all of these beautiful gifts that are around us. And I felt this unconditional love that I never felt before all of this took place. Mm. And I think it's just opening up sort of like when you were saying when you were on your walk and you spotted these gifts and it makes you so excited when you get them because it's right here in front of us. But a lot of the times we get busy with life, get sidetracked and we put stress on ourselves and we just keep going. And it's like, you're on a treadmill. And then the next day you do it all over again. But in this mode that I was in before Nick passed, I was always giving to everyone, giving Mm -hmm. advice, being there for everyone. And after he passed, I had no energy to give anyone. So I started to, I'm putting in quotes, be selfish. And I'm putting that in quotes because it's the opposite of being selfish. You're taking care of yourself so you could be there for other people too later. But that's when everything shifted. I stopped trying to be there for everyone else and started to really do what I needed to do for me, you know, live in the moment. Yeah. And so I suspect that there was some peace through the grief that you could communicate with Nick, that you could, yes, that, you know, that it wasn't just boom, lights out. That's it. Exactly. Cause that was my fear was, oh my gosh, he's gone. I didn't get to say goodbye. And he always had a thing where he'd say, there are no goodbyes. There's only see us. So he would Mm -hmm. never say goodbye to anyone. I saw him at the foot of my bed. I started to have visitations from him. He said, you're not going to see me for a while, but I'm still going to be around you. There were things that were taking place and it literally each sign that I got throughout the day, it's not like I was looking for it. It was just appearing. Sure. Like I would set the intention. If you're really around me, send me some sort of sign. I was always asking for signs, but I wasn't going out on a nature walk to go and find it. It just happened like your feather. It was like these little gifts I was getting throughout the day. And when I got the gift of whatever it was, a song or a visual thing or a feeling, it was just this moment of like a touch of heaven. Mm, And yes, yes. That is such a, you know, right. It's funny. It's like this touch. It hurt. It not hurts your heart. It opens up your heart and like, it just pangs your heart and you just open up and you smile, which can look kind of crazy to the outside world of someone (laughs) that's, you know, someone that's grieving, missing, missing your loved one. You could look like you're going crazy. I'm sure people thought that about me, but that's what I did during that process. And I started to make a list of things that I wanted to do before reaching heaven. Cause I thought, okay, I lost my life of what I thought it was going to be. I'm just going to write a list of things that I want to do before reaching heaven. And that's what got me through things. I would just, I'd make, you know, a decision. I'd go on a cross country trip with a friend. I'd go skydiving. And it just made me excited about my life for that moment. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to do for my grief. And it's, I started to develop mediumship. I got so much healing from receiving messages from him that I wanted to help other people. And that's where everything was born. Yeah. So, yeah. And then you had this opportunity to work mm-hmm. with Mavis. 
Yes. So she's what was one of that like? <laughs> she is so cute. I love her. She feels like, like a grandma to me. She's one of the mentors that I've worked with. I've worked with many mentors over the years and putting a lot of hours into studying mediumship. And what I love about Mavis is she's so direct. She mm. has integrity. She's loving, but she also doesn't sugarcoat things. Yeah. And she's from England. Um, I, we celebrated her birthday a couple of years ago. She turned 80. So I think she's 82 right now. She lives her life as a human and as a medium. That's what mm. I love about her. Mm -hmm. She's herself no matter what. And I interviewed her for our podcast and she was sharing that she likes to have a cigarette and she likes to have a gin and tonic and that's what she does. <laughs> yeah. so, so it makes you really think we are humans, but there's no point of putting mediums on a pedestal. Yeah. You know, we're still living here on earth. And that's exactly what I love about her is she's just who she is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing. What a wonderful role model for you to be who you are when somebody yeah. shows you who they are unabashedly yeah. like this is it this is who i am yes and we we can all learn from mavis in that way i think definitely definitely especially as the way that we are uh, taught to and especially as women you mm -hmm. don't speak until you're spoken to be be yeah. kind be be gracious, be giving, but right. you know, don't ask too many questions. <laughs> mm -hmm. Certainly be yes. mindful of speaking your truth and, <laughs> right. and how you behave and how you sit and how you dress and what you, you know, blah, 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 you know, forget it. Yes. Yes. And it's funny because she's actually, it's interesting you say that because she shared stories about that, mm -hmm. you know, she, she with our class and I did a three-year mentorship with her and she would travel to Boston and I would fly back home and go and attend these mentorships. And it was really special to hear her stories and the things that happened to her when she was younger, when she got into mediumship and she didn't really start to develop it until later in her life either. Yeah. So I think that's important too, when the people listening, there's so many different timeframes that we have in our life where these moments come up where we just know, okay, I want to investigate this further, or I want to practice this. And there's never a wrong time to develop um, right, mediumship right. or intuition. It's just, it's always available. I do go against some of what some mediums say. There's a lot of mediums out there that believe that you're naturally born with the gift of mediumship, but I do believe it's just like the piano. Some people are born with that ear for music and they're three years old playing a tune on the piano right. and others have to take lessons and find a teacher to figure out how to use the techniques. Both need to practice to maintain that ability. That's what right. I believe mediumship is. Right. I believe that as well. Yeah. As you, as you talk about that, I'm thinking about the, the layers of stuff that we all have that is what what do i mean by that the layers of judgment opinion experience past lifetimes uh, uh there's just so we have so much <laughs> and so when when, so when we can be 
mindful of that and understand that there are so many choices we can make to let some of that melt away and to allow our intuition to come through and allow our knowing to shine. You and I were talking before the, uh, before we pressed record about how uh, I start, I've started channeling on a more regular basis. And it's something that I've been doing for years on occasion, like making a very specific ritual and sitting down and doing it right. And, and, and realizing how important it is to be doing it on a very much more regular basis. And, and now is the time. And so even though I'm at this point in my lifetime, it's not too late for me to, to get started now doing that on a regular basis, which ties into what we were, you know, what we were just talking about for whatever reason, this knowing and this practice is in front of me now to, to be more involved with now. And, and perhaps that becomes something else. I don't know. I don't care. I just want to stick with it and be more connected and less. uh, And when I find the more connected I am, the more anchored I am into my own person, into my own energy, Mm -hmm. the less all of this other stuff that's swirling around us, all of these other things that again, tying back into the card can push me over. You know, I I can feel it. I can move with the wind like a tree does, but I'm not going to be taken down by it because I'm in my center. Yeah. Yeah. It gives me goosebumps when you just said that. And you could feel the energy of that belief that you have. And I think that's so powerful that you're trusting this time to channel even more so than you were you know, doing before, because it really is never too late. And this is exactly the time that you are supposed to put in um, to this moment. So it's so beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. What comes up for you when you hear the words, this sacred life? Mm, That's a good question. I just feel like it's I feel it in my heart when you say it, where it's the way that I want to live or you want to live. And it's being present and it's being mindful of the love that we are made of and that we're giving out. So I think it's just a beautiful way of saying be be present, being present in love. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Thank you. And I would also really enjoy knowing what message do you have for us during this unprecedented time mm-hmm. uh, on, on earth right now? My message is we each have truth within us. And it's important to remember what is our truth um, and separate that from the noise around you. It doesn't matter what your truth is. Just make sure that you take time to step away from anything that's noise to you. You know, don't listen to anyone else but yourself. And I think that's when, when you figure it out for yourself, 
that's when things are gonna be even more enlightened. You can never use fear and intuition at the same time. So when you find your truth, make sure you're in a state of pure peace. And that might be going in nature. That might be jumping on a, a trampoline <laughs> to feel that peace. But always feel into it when you're in a space of peace to get your answer. So just follow your own truth. And remember, we are nature. We're like little flowers. We need oxygen. We need air. We need sun. And flowers look more beautiful together with other people. I would say to think of yourself as a little flower right now and take extra care of you. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> I do. And I, and I agree completely that now is the time to love yourself up more than you ever have before and to understand that so much of what you may be feeling, so much of the fear and doubt that you may be feeling isn't yours. It's not yours. It's coming from a collective place. It's coming from somewhere other than your heart, your being, your knowing. And when you can see that and identify that and, and remember that making choices when we're in fear is not healthy for us. We want to make choices from a place of peace. We want to make choices from a place of being grounded. And, and this is the thing. I realize this isn't just like roll out of bed and this is so easy. That It's not mm -hmm. my, my intention here, but we deserve to invest in ourselves, in our knowing, in our peace, in our intuition, and not just let everything wash over us and come to us and be told how it's going to be and to be told what to do and what to do next. And this is how should and all of these things that that is the easy way mm -hmm. to live your life. But are you living your life if you let everybody else make these decisions for you? Is that your life? Okay. Whose life is that? Mm -hmm. If you're easier to uh, if you're easier to control, if you don't question anything, if you just kind of bump along on autopilot. And I, you know, I left my corporate job almost 17 years ago. I had a really great job. I loved it for a long, long time, but where would I be right now? If I, I mean, I might still be there to have the knowing that it was time to let that go and break free and have the, the courage and the confidence that I would land like so many of you have and the choices you've made and, and same with you, Lindsay, the choice that you made to, to change things up in your life, no matter what the catalyst. Mm -hmm. And so I'm getting, I'm getting away, I'm getting away <laughs> from myself, but, it, but at this point, I just, we each are so much more powerful than we know. And it's worth it. You deserve to dig in. You deserve to learn more about what it is you truly want your sacred life to look like and not let somebody else live in your brain and tell you what it's supposed to look like. That is so true. Why is trusting our intuition more important than ever? I mean, that kind of falls on the ends of what I was just saying. In, in your opinion, why is that? 
I feel like right now, like you've said, there's so much happening where we, we do need to kind of take our power back. I actually feel like I'm noticing out in, in the world, um, even people calling for readings too, they feel like they're powerless, but actually we have the power. You know, the mm. one of my favorite movies is Wizard of Oz, the fairy godmother, or oh my gosh, what's her name? Glenda, Glenda the Good Witch. <laughs> she says, you've had the power all along, my dear. And I feel like that's a beautiful quote for right now, that we can't forget about the power that we have. We have our beautiful voices. We have our beautiful bodies. We have our, our spirit that's housed in this physical body too. And we have this wisdom. I think for me, myself, I'll speak for myself because it, it's been happening. I know my friends and family know my viewpoints, but I haven't put it on social media because there were many fears, fears of pushing people too much to try to think like me. I didn't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. I wanted people to think for themselves. And then the other fears were, oh gosh, this is my business. You know, what if there's a divide in what I share? And something bubbled up inside of me uh, last night where I couldn't hold back. Yeah. And I just said, you know, use your intuition. I talked about intuition, but I also said my viewpoint too, and how we should have opinions. But yeah. I think right now people are crippled with fear of what other people will think. They're oh, crippled so much with fear of being censored. And they're, they're crippled with fear of being considered selfish yeah. because this is what is put out there. You know, you need to protect your family and friends. You need to make sure you do this to protect them. And whatever that looks like to you that feels right in your heart, do it. I'm not saying to go one way or the other, right? but I do believe that's what's taking place. It's all fear-based. Yeah. And I've kind of done my own thing during this process. And I know we were speaking about cocoons. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been a process of different people being in a cocoon during the past year. I was in a cocoon and it, it helped me to think for myself at that point too. Me too. Um, me too. It doesn't. So I think that's important. What a world it will be when we realize that we can trust ourselves, mm -hmm. that we can trust ourselves, our knowing, our intuition, that we are absolutely capable of doing that. And yeah, we might get judged and people might be nasty and people might go away and things might happen, but you know what? So what? Right. Because you're right. being true to yourself. You're being true to who you are, true to your, your trusting and your knowing. And no matter what's happening, mm -hmm. fires and floods and pandemics and, um, so, so many things that, that, go on in, in, in our lifetime and, and that have been going on for a long, long time before that. And in, in over many, many lifetimes, we still get to choose. It doesn't, mm -hmm. it doesn't make those things any less uh, true or any less uh, horrifying for some. I, of course, I have tons of friends in California and family who have been through more fires and more loss and more you know, so, and why I'm talking about that is there's just so many things that are out of our control, but what is in our control is 
how we care for ourselves, how we trust ourselves and trust our knowing and come back to this place of, okay, this happened just like Nick passing was so shocking and painful. And yet look at the door that it opened for you and your life and your future. And you still are connected to Nick. Yes. And so, so again, I I don't want to downplay the experiences that we have that feel like they crush us. I, I don't, but at the same time, I want to make sure that we're, we're balancing that out with what can be and the potential of, of who we really are. And, and you have a, a fantastic gift to help people unlock their intuition. Would, would you tell us a little bit about that? I love teaching people how to tune into their own intuition and, um, I teach ways that you can get clear on what you're thinking and what you're feeling and ways that you can receive symbols and feelings and messages through that program. And um, I just love working with, with students. And I also love working with students that are wanting to connect in with the spirit realm and want to connect in with those that have passed. And I just feel really grateful because it, it did change my life. And I feel like if there is you know, that call where you want to investigate a little bit more, go for it. I never thought that I was actually going to leave teaching. I have some students that come to me that they don't know if they want to do this work full-time, but they just want to learn about it. Sure. And that's where you can start, you know, with these small steps of just following your passions of what you love to do. Oh, that sounds so great. And that, that can be found. I mean, there's a very long URL for that on your Kajabi, but you can also get to that free course through lindsaymarino.com, right? Yes. You just go to lindsaymarino.com and you can click on the learn with Lindsay tab and then there's a bunch of free stuff and then paid programs on there too. Oh, that's great. And I'll make sure in the show notes that we have the, the, the direct link to the unlock your intuition in 30 minutes, which I think that's fantastic because we all have 30 minutes. And if this is something you've been wanting to develop, I highly recommend that you give it a try. Lindsay, is there anything else you'd like to leave us with today before we uh, go on with our, our day and our, and our lives? Just allow yourself to feel love today. And if Mm. it means carving out some time to look yourself in the mirror and tell you that you love you and look yourself in the eyes, do that. Um, But take time to be present. And I'm so grateful that you asked me to come on the show, Shan, because I just love being in your presence and um, talking with you. And I'm so grateful that we had this time together today. Oh, I am too, Lindsay. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for your sharing and storytelling and for all of the love that you bring forward. That was international psychic and medium, Lindsay Marino. To learn more about Lindsay and her free offerings and paid programs, visit lindsaymarino.com. 